Hey, Tom. Hey, JC. Happy belated birthday to you, sir. Thank you. Yes. Your birthday was on Tuesday. Tuesday? Monday. Monday? Today's Thursday, the 13th. Monday. Monday. You're right, because math. Yeah. I, I do know my own birthday. Thank it's, you. It's fascinating. Well, anyway, I wanted to start the show off today by revisiting the year of your bo- your birth, Tom. Oh, God. Yeah, 1974. Let's reveal to everyone my personal information. Let's go. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but, but, Do you let's wanna... also pick some random numbers that just match my social security yeah, number. Right? Yeah, well, if anyone actually looked you up on uh, any of the social media you hawk at the end of this, they, they could find that out. So, Could they? Yes. I don't know. That's how I found. Anyway. That's how I found the year. <laughs> In researching for this bit. Okay. Anyway, um, notable wrestlers born the same year as you. Shane Helms. Oh wow. Rey Mysterio. Billy Kidman. Matt Hardy. I don't feel as old now. Yeah. Because I feel like those guys are young. Those guys are what? Early 30s. Okay, buddy. Uh, number one song in, in uh, 1974? You get a guess? The number one song at the time of my birth? Just for the year. For the year of 1974. Oh. Uh, I don't know. The Way We Were by Barbara Streisand. Okay. I was going to say... During my actual birthday week or whatever, it was Carl Douglas's Kung Fu Fighting. <laughs> was it really? I didn't, I didn't look that much. I didn't look this, that far into it. This is a true fact. Uh, now I wish I would have checked song. that. <laughs> yes. All right. Everyone was Kung Fu Fighting when I was born. Yes. Uh, how much was gas in 1974? Three cents. Fifty cents. <laughs> yes, but 50 cents was $5. That's true. That's a good point. Uh, number one movie uh, domestic gross at the box office in 1974. Uh, Godfather? Nope. Number one was Blazing Saddles. <laughs> Which shocked that, me a little bit. <laughs> the movie that uses the N-word more than I think any other movie. I feel like Django Unchained might have given it a run for its money. Yeah, I didn't see that. Um, Super Bowl champions in 1974. Let's see. Are we talking? All right. So 74 would be the beginning. This would be Super Bowl eight. Oh, then it would be my beloved Miami Dolphins. Exactly. Defeated the Minnesota Vikings, who they play this week. There you go. See? And score uh, of 24 to seven. Sure. I didn't look that far into it. Uh, my football team hasn't won since the year I was born. So, yeah. and, you know, I'm a Canes fan, too. So <laughs> I try to memorize championships from decades past. Don't blame you. And God then, uh, bless the Yankees. NCAA basketball champions in 1974. Um, UCLA. The cheating NC State Wolfpack. Oh. Led by notorious NCAA violator Jim Valvano. 
That's right. Is it Valvano back then too? I'm assuming because that's the only time Val... I've ever won a national championship, right? Valvano's was '83. I didn't think he had. Oh yeah, was you're right. The other ones. Whatever. Still don't give a shit about Jim Valvano. I realize I just cursed him. We're not even three minutes in, but I don't care when it comes to Jim Valvano. We've already broken that. That's fine. I can maintain Uh, it through the wrestling talk. Hashtag good Long Island boy, Jim Valvano. Hashtag cheater. Sometimes they do win. Anyway, let's talk about wrestling tonight, Tom. We don't want to talk about who like the NWA champion was in 1974. No, I did not look that up. I actually did not think to look up other wrestling facts at other birthdays. <laughs> I just wanted to note how old you are. Why bring any wrestling, you know, trivia into the wrestling podcast? Hey, I, I started with it. I started with the birthdays, okay? I'm going to assume this is going <laughs> blindly off the top of my head that WWF champion was Bruno. Oh, yeah, because he had it for like 300 years. I mean that that's like me saying UCLA for the college basketball thing. That that kind of covers a uh, good amount of yes, area. Yes, that would have been correct. He was champion from December tenth, nineteen seventy three, to April thirtieth, nineteen seventy seven. He won then, it off of Sean Stasiak and Stan Stasiak. Sean Stasiak. <laughs> wow. Interesting that he was not born at the time, right. but he still <laughs> held the champion. He won it good off job, of meat. right. Won it off of Stan Stasiak and lost it to Billy Graham. There we go. That was that was the second his that was his second correct tour, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, because he lost to Ivan Koloff, I think, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let's see who the NWA champion was. I'll pose uh, a guess at that. Ooh. Jack Briscoe. Correct. Terry Funk. Dory no, Funk. Nope. It was it was uh Jack Briscoe won the NWA World Championship on December 9th, nineteen seventy four. From Giant Baba. Who held it from oh. December 2nd through December 9th. To think that Giant Baba was almost the NWA World Heavyweight Champion on my birthday. That would have been a blessed event. Yep. Uh, tier, actually, no. no. It's 1975. Numbers are hard. Yeah. All right. I, Go ahead. No, nah, I was going to say, I enjoyed uh, using Giant Baba in Fire Pro for many years. <laughs> As you should. Because he has such a limited move set, but you, he had this giant chop that he would just jump up in the air, and that was like the big finisher. He would actually jump up in the air and do like a karate chop to the head. So as college students that may or may not have been under the influence of alcohol. What? No. No one drinks in college. Screaming out super papa chop whenever that would happen. <laughs> I love it. All right, buddy. Well, let's we should get this show on the road here. We're gonna talk about TLC tonight. Pay per view on Sunday. The left eye has always been my favorite. I hate the fact that she gets cut out of radio edits. Oh, yeah, right. And then uh pen mail. Figured that we keep it light and fresh tonight. Like uh no, I'm not going to say that. No, nope. we'll go ahead. Go that. ahead. Nope, you already thought it. No. Nope. All right, I'll get it it's out of It's not you. worth it. I'll get it out Gotta of you. Got to keep it clean. Got to keep it clean. You've Ooh. already broken the barrier. That's true. Well, then you should just go for it. Anyway. I'm trying I'm trying to roll it back. All right. That's fair. That's fair. All right, Tom. So let's get this thing started. Can you do me a favor? Uh, what's that, Jason? Can you ring that bell, buddy? Sure enough. 
You're listening to the Cheaters Never Pin Podcast, a proud part of the Section 328 Network, bringing you all the best in wrestling from WWE, New Japan, and beyond. Now, live from ringside, it's Mr. Workrate and JC. Oh, buddies, it's the Cheaters Never Pin Podcast. My name is JC. Here next to me at the commentary table to the stars is my good buddy, Mr. Workrate, Tom super to be here as always jc isn't it highlight of my week i think i say that every week and it is you do I, if the, the week that you forget to say that i'm gonna be so sad yeah you don't know how mad i am at you for some unknown reason yeah and then we can get into a fight on the air that's, that's good content and then we'll we'll do like two podcasts the following week me with some guest uh, oh yeah guest, and then you can do it with some other guests yep. and then well, then it'll be ruined. That's true. Because people will be like, wow, it's so much better with you guys apart. <laughs> or just without Tom on the podcast at all. No. I wouldn't have a show without you, brother. Aw. See? All right. It's Christmas. I'm only saying that because it's Christmas. I'm in the giving spirit. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> Ask me again in January. <laughs> <laughs> all right. TLC so- is... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, it, as is usually the beginning oh, thing, yes. that I have to announce Absolutely. what I'm randomly watching on the WWE Network. And it's not so random because I actually fish through to look for, I like to find the hidden gems because you get some random stuff on there. And then a lot of times I'll throw in stuff that um, just kind of out of nowhere stuff. Like uh, they've had, uh, what was the match that you were just telling me? They had the, the Iron Man match with uh, Rollins and who was it? Rollins and Ambrose. Ambrose? So I think it's, it's either, I think it's a, just a 30 minute Iron Man match from FCW. It right. might be 60. I can't remember. I haven't watched it yet. But I mean, FCW stuff they'll throw on there because they don't technically have a section for any of the developmental like outside of NXT. Uh, and just the newer NXT. Yet. I don't even think the old competition version's on there, is it? I think they just recently put the, the okay. game show stuff on there. Gotcha. But um, anyway, fishing through it, I found a match from 1983 where probably the two most charismatic wrestlers at the time team up as Dusty Rhodes teams with the Junkyard Dog uh, to take on the not Million Dollar Man at the time, Ted DiBiase and Matt Bourne in a tag team match from Houston. Uh, It is, uh, a lot has been said about Dusty and how charismatic he is. And I mean, everyone will say we're into that. I mean, all the people that came through NXT will tell you how much they love Dusty. And there's a huge reputation with him and deservedly so. Uh, not as much as spoken these days about the junkyard dog and how over he was just, I mean, just from his charisma was off the charts. I mean, it was Hogan-esque. I remember when I first started watching WWF, uh, I knew I had more friends that were fans of the junkyard dog than were fans of Hulk Hogan just because that's who he was. Mm -hmm. And, um, I mean, even before that, in the Mid-South type of area, uh, wrestling for Bill Watts and those type of people, Junkyard Dog was so entirely over. Uh, so this was kind of a cool match between these two and watching it now, taking on Ted DiBiase and the former Doink Matt Bourne, uh, two excellent workers in their own right. Uh, Dusty and Junk JYD weren't exactly the best 
work rate type people. But right. uh, <laughs> Ted and uh, Matt, uh, both second generation wrestlers, too, now that I think about it, hmm. could oh, yeah. drag a good match out of both those guys. Um, the other thing I just observation was back then, for whatever reason, like we see referees now and there's a total uniform to referees. You see, you know, black pants, black and white striped shirt. You know what the referee looks like. Back in like the 80s and 70s, it seems like referees could wear whatever the hell they wanted to. Like this guy looks like he's wearing like a bowling shirt. Uh, <laughs> some of the Memphis, you see like some of the Fargos when they do uh, refereeing, like some of the old NWA star kids. You see guys that look like they're just in like a yellow pantsuit or whatever. It's like, what the hell? Why do you not? Like, referee is supposed to look like one thing. Why? Who gave them the creative freedom to dress the way that they do? But <laughs> I'm just rambling now. Well, they didn't have Kevin Dunn to tell him what to do, Tom. People are hitting that 15-second, like, fast-forward button skip. <laughs> to just get fast. Right. Um, so it, I'll, I'll shut up. Let's talk about the other. I was going to add on talking about JYD. Um, and it may be on sale at some point. Maybe even on WWEshop.com. Maybe on Amazon when you click through the Cheaters Never Pin button or the Cheaters Never Pin dot com. There we go. But um, the Legends of Mid-South Wrestling Blu-ray that they put out a few years ago um, has a really nice section on JYD in it. So, yeah, it's really entertaining. uh, I mean, if if all you've seen of JYD is like he he had a kind of a a quick run with WCW near the what early nineties, I guess it was the last time he was actively wrestling and he was just so completely out of shape by then uh, and couldn't work a lick, but it's just, if you can catch any of his mid eighties, early eighties stuff, again, the mid South stuff. I mean, it's weird to think like two of the like most over and halfway decent wrestling guys on that card were, Junkyard Dog and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> right. And to see what Vince kind of turned them into is a little bit sad when you look back at it. But well, anyway, let's, let's talk about Vince putting his touch on things. T- okay. T- TLC is Sunday. <laughs> Did anyone pee themselves right lately? No, I've heard that the fans don't like that. That's what Seth Rollins told me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so I guess we'll uh, do our usual bit here. We'll run through the card. Uh, talk about what got us here and give you our predictions. Sound good? Oh, yeah. I was supposed to click on that link. Okay. Okay. Yep. Clicked yep. on it now. I'm ready. There. Okay. All right. Wik- yep. Wikipedia, right? So we're looking yep. at the same order. Okay, good. First up. Well, these are in no particular order because who knows what. Uh, for some reason, there's 12 matches on this card and none are denoted for the pre-show. So strap in, kids. <laughs> <laughs> TLC is going five hours this weekend. Oh, God. No. Please. Uh... Mixed match challenge finals. So we had the semifinals on a Wednesday or Tuesday night. And the finals are the Sunday. With the winners receiving the 30th entrance in their respective rumble. And an all expenses paid vacation to a location of their choosing. So. Are they, are they going to hedonism? We'll get there. Okay. Uh, so we have the fabulous truth. Our truth and Carmella representing Smackdown. Taking on Mahalisha, which is Jinder Mahal and Alicia Fox from Raw. I 
so looking at this now, all right, the number 30 spot doesn't, doesn't matter <laughs> at this year's Rumble. No. None of these four are winning the Rumble. So only care about 1 through 29. That's good to know now. I like that. Uh, but I really hope R-Truth and Carmella wins because I need a YouTube series or vignettes of them on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Any excuse to get some R-Truth content. I love R-Truth. Yes, him and Carmella are such a great team together. Like, well, uh, R-Truth is still an incredible worker. It's amazing, too, considering, I mean, we're talking about how old I am. Yeah. R-Truth's older than I am. Yeah, he's he's ancient, but uh, he's so good. And you know, well, Carmella's Carmella, but like they just have really great chemistry together. Like, it's yeah. they're just fun to watch. Like when we, Truth TV was a thing there for a while, it was inter- even though it was kind of dumb because it was it would, you know it's going to dance break. It was still entertaining. Like he's he's very charismatic like that. So, and I I love the kind of happy accidents that you run into with stuff like this, like. Who in a booking meeting was like, you know, that would work really well together? Our truth and Carmella. No one said that. Nope. Uh, I mean, it's it's like when they ended up like sticking Rhino and Heath Slater together, or um, I don't know, but stuff like that. Just when it actually kind of clicks, it works out really well. Yeah. Well, Owens and Jericho. Right. Uh, I was trying. To, it was on the tip of my tongue, and I can't think of the one good example that I was going to use. Just shout it out when you think of it, just okay. randomly. <laughs> uh, we got a singles match for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. There are no stipulations here, which is really dumb because it's Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose. And I shouldn't say it's really dumb because the story doesn't need stipulations. We're not at that point yet. But like, come on. Don't you want to see Seth and Dean go at it in a TLC match? Well, they're going to save that for the TLC paper. Oh, 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 year-long feud. Yes, love it. That's a slow build, baby. Right. The blow-off is a year from now. (laughs) Oh wait, I think we covered last week. We don't do blow-offs anymore. No. Um. I I don't know. I'm starting to get really over this feud, which makes me really sad. They could get... use this match to build it, though. Yeah, and I have because I... this this isn't going to be the blow off by any stretch oh, of no. imagination. It shouldn't be. This this blows off at Mania. Yeah, if you're doing this correctly. But um, I think you know it's it's part like these two are both really capable workers, and it's going to be a good match. I have no concern whatsoever for it. And I think, I mean, I assume at that point, then you have to have Ambrose win, especially through some nefarious means while he's dressed like Bane. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, that's the old school way of doing things. It's you have the heel get the title to screw over, you know, like the turn works. Like that's how you're supposed to do it. The turn works at first. Like the bad, the bad guy turns, and it ends up paying off in the short term. But in the long term, mm-hmm. the good guy gets his revenge. Right. I just don't know how invested I would be seeing a baby, baby face Seth Rollins chasing. Yeah. 
I mean, Seth worked well when he was the cowardly heel. Oh, it was so. perfect. It was and, wonderful, in fact. And Dean, I mean, for whatever reason, I don't know. Dean works. Dean does a lot of things pretty decently well. Uh, like he did the kind of goofy face thing that that was entertaining to a point. He does yeah. the pissed off heel thing pretty well too. Although some of the questionable content he's gotten into recently, I don't know, but I don't mind it personally. I don't mind it, but yeah, this is, this is going to be something to build off of, especially since you're not using steps yeah, something's going to happen where you bring steps into it later on. Yep. It's Ambrose wins. Yeah. Why not? Yep. Um, if this match happens, the next match, because we don't know the status of Braun Strowman, but he's taking on Baron Corbin in a TLC match. If Strowman wins, he faces Lesnar at the Royal Rumble for the Universal title. And Corbin will no longer have any power whatsoever. If Corbin wins, he will become the full-time general manager of Monday Night Raw. So, the fact that we still have this match and we're actively talking about it on Monday makes me go, Strowman is fine. He will absolutely be there. Because <laughs> they have already started backpedaling out of it somehow, I feel like. And then, uh, you've already put Alexa Bliss on the T as the next GM. Yeah. So cool Strowman wins and if Strowman doesn't if for some reason he can't physically do it they'll figure out some other way of whoever replaces him or whatever will manage to get Corbin still screwed over right but like I said they're they're talking about it so he'll be there I am scamming through scamming scamming whatever both. A what culture article. I'm sorry. Uh, to try to figure out what makeshift tag team I'm thinking of, thinking maybe it'll trigger. And it's 10 totally random makeshift tag teams that surprisingly ruled. And the <laughs> number nine one that I just went past uh-huh. was the tag team of high energy, which, if you don't remember and you don't, no, uh, I don't. Was the tag team of Owen Hart and Coco Beware, where the two of them wore the most 80-ish, like, wrestling gear of neon colors and, right, like, well, pants it... up to their, like, armpits, pretty much. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me that it worked. I mean, it's Owen. No, it was horrible. This This article oh. is wrong. Oh, okay. Never mind. Because nothing with Coco Beware <laughs> ruled. Sorry. What are you talking about? He had a bird. Yeah, that was it. Ronda Rousey defends her Raw Women's Championship against Nia Jax. No stips. I don't see them beating uh, Rousey, so I mean... No. I, and I, I hate this story. I hate Nia Jax badly reading scripts in the middle of the ring. <laughs> I hate nah. hashtag facebreaker. I, I hate, hate her voice. I hate her randomly yelling. What was it that she just randomly yelled Monday night mid bro? She's just one tone and then she just screams. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh, I can't wait for her first WWE Studios film. 
It's going to be terrible. The Marine 7. I'm here looking for the Marine. (laughs) It sounds nothing like her. Oh, so your pedophile Terry Funk is right on cue, but... Oh, you know, yeah. I I, I, I won a championship. I'll, I'll, I'll be Ronda Rousey's ass. Again, that's not Terry Funk. It's the pedophile from Family Guy. <laughs> it feels like Terry Funk. Like, in my soul. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I said we don't want to talk about that match anymore. So let's move on. Uh, my match has switched, by the way. Ooh, what For we whatever reason, I wasn't paying attention, so... Uh, okay. The network, if you leave it alone at the end of a match, tends to just pick another random match or whatever. Mm-hmm. In the hidden gems, this is an ECW match from probably about '97 or so. Uh, a stairway to hell match. So, that's a ladder is involved, but there's four Dudleys in the match. It's a six-man match, but there's four Dudleys involved. You have the traditional Dudleys of uh, Bubba Ray and Devon teaming with Big Dick Dudley. Of course. uh, Facing uh, Spike Dudley. Right. uh, Dreamer and Sandman. I was really hoping it was going to be Signed Guy Dudley. Signed Guy is at ringside with Joel Gertner. All right. I feel better now, then. As is always the case. Right. I just want to see him in a match. Many of us did. It <laughs> never happened. What would it take, Tom, when we start our hypothetical promotion that we talk about sometimes, uh, to book Sign Guy Dudley in a match? Uh, Sign Guy's doing pretty well for himself, I've heard. Oh. He's a, not a wrestling promoter, but he's an events promoter in... Uh, Vegas, I think. Oh. I, I'd heard. I don't know. I could be complete crap. But All right. we're, we're just going to go with it. You said it on podcast. It's true now. Yep. We'll kayfabe it if not. <laughs> uh, Daniel Bryan. The what is it? The all new Daniel Bryan. What's he being called now? I don't know. I don't watch the product. <laughs> Thank you for a great conversation. <laughs> uh, defends his WWE Championship against the phenomenal AJ Styles. I assume Daniel retains. There's no reason yeah. for him. There's no reason for him not to. I mean, we've cut. Uh, there's no need to have AJ with the belt now. Um, just roll with it for a little bit with Brian. Right. AJ's. We wanted to keep AJ with the title when he kind of when he had that run, like. Oh, he's had it for a year. No one's had the WWE title for that long since Punk or somebody. I think I that forgot was it. Who. So, like, oh, when you had it for that long, it's like, well, all right, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. But now that it's off of him, well, he doesn't really need it right now. And no. to be honest, let's keep his schedule a little bit more controlled now. Right. I mean, Honestly, he, I mean, he puts everything he has into his matches, and that's great and all. But let's not burn him completely out. Let's let's 
you know, let's let's take his schedule down a little bit and enjoy what we have because I don't want to burn him completely out in like two right. years when we could have four more good years. Mm-hmm. So here's my main question, right? With you know, we 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 both agree AJ's not winning the belt here. He doesn't need the belt here, but it is now December. Next month is Royal Rumble. We're looking to WrestleMania at this point, as scary as that seems, which will be our third WrestleMania doing this podcast. Ooh. Um, what, what's the plan for AJ going to WrestleMania? Like, we had Shinsuke last year. We had the dream match, right? Right. Ooh, what, where, why, when, how? I don't know. I was just, I was just thinking about this as soon as we both agreed that he didn't need the title and he wasn't going to win it here. Like, all right, well then what's, what's the long play here? And I'm trying to think through the SmackDown roster. I can't think of anyone like, I'm just like, Oh, I want to see that. AJ faces the big shocking Japanese guy. They sign after January 4th. It's AJ versus Kenny Omega. Hypothetically, sure. Sure. That's what's happening. Not going to be an elite guy, but... We, we, I just said it on a podcast. It's the truth. Uh, can't back out now. No. Nope. Thanks, Vince. Since you listen, make it happen. Open up that checkbook. I don't know. According to the last episode of Edge and Christian I saw, uh, he's still frozen. <laughs> that was the first one, wasn't it? <laughs> have, they kept, have they kept it going? I have missed the last two of them. I have only watched the first one. Okay. All right. (laughs) Uh, Becky Lynch, the man, defends her WWE SmackDown Women's Championship in a triple threat TLC match against Charlotte and Asuka. I don't know what will happen. I don't don't know what's going to happen here, actually. I I I can see them making the case for Becky to retain. She carries it all the way to Mania. And we finally get our Rousey Lynch match. I can see them putting it on Charlotte. Same thing. I can see them putting it on Oscar to free up Becky and Charlotte for something at Mania too. You know, I think there's a lot of options here. Yeah. It's just not knowing what the long-term plan is makes it go, I don't really know what's going to happen. And I think after this match, we'll kind of see the path through April. Yeah. I, I, I think Becky's retaining. Yeah. I that's think. what I'm leaning to. More than likely, Charlotte and Oscar are going to carry a decent amount of weight to keep Becky relatively fresh because I don't know how. I mean, she seems to imply that she's 100%, but even when you come back 100%, it's you still want to be a little bit cautious about it. I think the last so. thing I read in The Observer was basically saying, you know, con- you know, the concussion is fine now. Like, she's 100% cleared from that. It's the facial fracture that they're still kind of watching, yeah. which makes sense. So, yeah, with her broken face. Hashtag facebreaker. A broken face. <laughs> facebreaker. <laughs> oh, you know what you need for a broken face? What's that? Say? Ice packs. Ooh, yeah. She's got... I don't. I don't have an ice maker though. Oh. Well, fortunately, it's the holiday season, Tom. It is. Andy Williams has told me this. And, <laughs> and um, if you're really nice, Santa Claus could bring you an ice maker. I'd rather have other stuff, but 
Okay. Well, but I'll, right. I, I'll beggars choosers and all that type of thing. I'll take what I can get. Okay. Well, Santa doesn't bring an ice maker. That's fine. Whatever. Uh, but you still need one. Yeah. How do how do you how do you go about getting one of those things? One of those fancy newfangled ice makers. Oh well, I could get in the car and travel God knows how long and fight the traffic and go to the ice maker store. Yep. Okay. I mean, I like that, that. but that takes a long time. Then have to deal with the ice maker salesman and you know how obnoxious they can be. You can dial 1-800-ICE-MAKE. Yeah. You can order one there. They leave off the last S for savings, I think. <laughs> What's the, what are they leaving off the R for then? Don't don't confuse me with your alphabet, JC. <laughs> I mean, you could do all that stuff, figure out the alphabet, learn how to spell. Not me. Yeah? No. Oh, okay. I'm going to cheatersnimperpin.com. <laughs> I, I, I hope this plays I think I just, when you go to the website. I think I just killed him. <laughs> The, I, the I silence. To to I want to go to cheatersneverpin.com. I was just, br- I was taking the music in. <laughs> I want to go to cheatersneverpin. We need to get Pat. Pat, I'm sure, listens to the podcast. We need to make sure Pat gets yes. this as a background music playing that you cannot stop anywhere. <laughs> it's, I'll have to turn it down. Like, that, it's terrible quality. That late 90s website value. Where you go to the website and goddammit, music's playing and you know the animated gifs are going. When you went to somebody's MySpace and some like My Chemical Romance would just start blaring in the background for no reason. Me and my good friend Gerard Way. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so you go to cheatersnumberpin.com, uh, scroll past <laughs> the animated gifs, find the Amazon.com <laughs> button, click on that button, which is not animated, mind you. Unfortunately. And then that takes you to Amazon.com. Then you can go, you can look for that ice maker. You can be the Iceman King Parsons if you need to. <laughs> Buy the Iceman King Parsons autobiography. I'm sure he's written one. It's probably somewhere there as well. Uh, buy Top Gun, where the Iceman performs there. <laughs> Vanilla Ice has some albums you could re- download. Screw that. Go buy the DVD of Cool as Ice, my son's favorite movie. Okay. Starring Vanilla Ice. True. Hopefully a Spanish dub version of that. (laughs) Take all those things in your cart. Buy them. But when you spend your good hard money on those products, get them shipped to you within one to two days using your Prime membership, which you already have. Because, of course, everybody has that. Yeah. Part of those dollars that you spent, don't go to Jeff Bezos. Just screw that guy. They go to us. So do it that way. Buy all your products. (laughs) Cheatersneverpin.com. Click on the Amazon.com link. Go to Amazon.com, buy your stuff, give us a portion of your money. Please and thank you. Thank you. I love the idea that Christmas is the only time we put a bed under the ad reads. <laughs> it's just terrible royalty-free instrumental music that somebody made with their MIDI keyboard in Windows 95. My wife uh, 
questioned your choice of Hanukkah music. What was it last week? Week before? Last week, I guess it was, because yeah. yeah, we were in the middle of Hanukkah last yeah, week. Yeah, it was last week. Uh, said, "How did you not play Hava Nagila?" Oh, I didn't even think of it. It didn't come up. That so, is- uh, peeling back the proverbial curtain of this show, um, I just went to YouTube on my iPad and was like, <laughs> "Royalty-free Hanukkah music." <laughs> Because I'm trying to not get pulled down for fair use. And then you played something that... I don't know. That's the music <laughs> you play during a bris, I think. <laughs> what's, an, what's an appropriate song for a bris? If you could... Okay. So, um, you're having a bris. And uh, the the rabbi comes out. Uh, what's his entrance music? That's the real question. Obviously, the Brutus Barber Beef theme. <laughs> Because he's strutting and cutting. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what a bris is, look it up. That joke's funny. It's very funny. Oh. So uh, we're, we need to record a podcast. It's just uh, what entrance music would you use for insert religious ceremony here? Yeah. It's good. I mean, we can, you know, I, I pay money through a subscription to The Athletic where they <laughs> write stories about what goal music would hockey players use hypothetically if we scored goals all right well some of them have really invalid opinions that we won't get into on this podcast i'd say 95 percent of those opinions in that particular article by the way if if sarah sabian happens to listen to this podcast for some reason (laughs) thank you for all your quality content why would she that is not a knock on you by any stretch. No, of the no, no. Yeah, this is not. This is not a knock on her at all. This is a knock on that goon Peter Mrazek. Yeah, way to give up five goals tonight, buddy. Yeah, way, way to be, way to win that starting position on that one year contract. Yeah, Finn Balor takes on Drew McIntyre in a singles <laughs> match. <laughs> Seamless transition. We've had a lot of non-wrestling content tonight, which here's the thing, too. I feel like some of our best shows are when it's like 50% not wrestling, 50% wrestling. Yeah, we tried to do one that was like 95% not wrestling. That didn't work as well. When did we do that? When we had absolutely, it was like two episodes ago, I think, or three (laughs) episodes ago, where we had nothing to talk about. Yeah, well, whatever. I'm just here to chat. It was only like 45 minutes that time. For some reason, people find it really entertaining when you and I just chat for an hour. Yeah. So. Well, that's how this whole thing started. That's true. Started over. People saw us chatting and they're just like, you guys should have your own podcast. And we went, hmm. Hashtag strokes. Not hashtag, but screw it. Strokes beard. Hashtag strokes. That was back when I didn't have a beard, Tom. It was not at that time for me. No. You've always had a beard, even though it's I seemingly even so. though I still have to look at this this really odd picture of you on Skype every week, where it's just goatee Tom, not beard Tom. That picture, which was <laughs> uh, my original Twitter profile picture, I think from way back when, that was God. That picture is probably at least like eight years old. Yeah. We should update. No, no, don't never update it. Well, if I change it, it's just going to end up being cartoon me. So, yeah, I'm okay with that. I like cartoon Tom. I like that yeah. guy. Can I get that guy on the show? 
Maybe. Okay. Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre in a singles match. It's a battle for Brexit. <laughs> I've already booked this match. <laughs> Teresa May is special guest timekeeper. <laughs> and and for that one person who actually knows like politics and <laughs> sneak into the mentions and go it it technically has nothing to do with brexit since but this I is mean, uh, one was... guy is irish and one guy is scottish. scottish and they're pulling away from the european union which is <laughs> other countries completely shot <laughs> it was still really funny i don't give a damn Suspension of disbelief oh, right? is the most important thing about wrestling. Exactly. So let's not get specific. Do you think Vince knows where they're actually from? No, it's Vince. God damn it. They're all from Greenland. Why is there so much ice here? I thought Iceland was the one with ice. I uh, know Vince. That's Greenland. <laughs> Why do they call it Greenland? If it's full of ice. It's a terrible gimmick. I was starting to transition into, like, Vince Seinfeld for some reason. <laughs> Why do they call it Greenland? It's full of ice. What's the deal with airplane food? Now I have the image of Vince sitting on his couch trying to watch an episode of Seinfeld. I don't show us about nothing. I don't understand what the hell's going on here. I like the bald one, though. <laughs> He's irritating. Yes. Oh, that Kramer slide's funny. I like him. He's got to pee. <laughs> he, he runs around like he has to pee. <laughs> um, I think we're just not talking about this match because we don't care. <laughs> Joel Gertner's taking off his clothes right now, so please talk about <laughs> anything else. Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre. Uh Finn's supposedly injured because he got pulled off the Latin American tour at the end of last week. Um, not on Raw Monday night. Uh, so is this match even going to happen? Yes. And I think maybe they're, they use it. I think the demon shows up. It'd be kind of cool. Whatever. Dude, here's, I don't, I, you I don't know want... me. I'm such a Finn, Mark. I'm staring at my Finn Balor Funko right here in the studio right now. And my Finn Balor NXT uh, statue from whatever edition of uh, 2K that was that was the NXT pack. And this Finn Balor poster. And I'm currently wearing a Finn Balor hoodie. All right. Let me paint a picture for you folks. I'm a Finn Balor mark. Holy hell, I don't care about this match. I didn't care about anything he's done in a long time. I love him. He's still my favorite on this entire roster. But Jesus Christ. There's nothing to the match except for the fact that it could be a great match, just in general. Oh, it will be. Like, they're both great in the ring. That's the whole thing about this whole card, other than the match Night Jax is in. There's not a badly, like, booked match on here from a wrestling standpoint. But I just don't care. Like Finn, Finn, Finn is probably going to lose and nothing is going to change. It doesn't elevate Drew McIntyre at all because Finn's been put into mid-card hell. If right. Finn wins, that, that looks stupid against Drew. 
as we're right. trying to build him to what I assume is a, is a slow build to him potentially even challenging Braun Strowman for the title, right? I could see Braun winning on Sunday, Braun beating Lesnar at Rumble, and Drew winning the Rumble. Yeah. Like, I'm, re- I- I'm actually really cool with that storyline, personally. But... I mean, they're attempting to build Drew, and I, again, I'm all for that. I mean, oh yeah, it, oh. it's been it's been the guy that Vince has wanted for so many years, and it's actually happening now. Yeah, uh, Elias takes on Bobby Lashley in a ladder match, but not really, because there's it's I don't it should be a pole match. But they're calling it a ladder match. It should match. be. So, I, was, I was looking at it just now. I'm going, why is this not yeah. a pole match? Well, so when they laid it out Monday night, here's the stipulation. A guitar will be suspended above the ring. Uh, ladders are allowed. Climb the ladder, get the guitar. You don't win, but you're now allowed to use the guitar as a weapon. It's the same crap they did with the kendo stick on a pole match between Bailey and Alexa Bliss, where it was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. This is going to be no different. Although, I also don't it, care. In fairness, I've seen Elias swing a uh, guitar, and that is deadly. Yeah, it's true. And it 100% shoot deadly. <laughs> See, because I'm thinking, you're going, it's a ladder match, so it's a no disqualification match. You you have to set it that way. No one's going to go, well, geez, it's a ladder match, but they right. use the chair. But only, only the guy that uses... The grabs the guitar can use that as a weapon. Maybe. <laughs> now, I'm really hoping that when the guitar eventually gets used, it, it's one of those good honky tonk man oh, type guitars yes. where it's loaded up with, you know, like a half a bottle of baby powder. Yes. It's the only way you do it. So Some... when it actually gets used like a practical explosion happens in the middle of the ring you know i think it's coincidental we're having this match and jeff jarrett has been backstage a couple times in the last few weeks i think Mm. they've just called him in to prep the guitars i realized that stairway to hell match that i'm currently watching oh tommy's dead oh jeez um (laughs) the stipulation to the match again we're talking about ladder matches and stipulations so here's the realistic thing. Since it is a ladder type match, um, and God forbid it's ECW, there's no disqualifications here. Uh, so we've got trash cans and various other weapons and the ladder, which has been brought into the ring, several chairs. So you're like, well, what are they trying to get that's, you know, been hanging from the ceiling? You're supposed to get on the ladder a massive roll of barbed wire mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so mm. that actually is more dangerous than the other thing so sure well, yeah sure i mean it is but it isn't like barbed wire barbed wire is a little overrated in its danger thing i mean it's 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 an inconvenience it's a bad it's a sharp pointy thing but it's not like yeah. completely horrible it's meant to barbed wire's actual purpose is to inconvenience an animal that like rubs into it and goes oh i shouldn't do that and then it goes away it's not meant to like destroy the animal it's meant to go oh i shouldn't do that mm-hmm. it's not razor wire razor wire is 
bad stuff. Yeah. Uh, I have completely digressed. Bobby Lashley wins. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Bar versus The New Day versus The Usos in a triple threat match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Why the hell isn't this one TLC? That would have been freaking awesome. Because all the matches that you don't need to be TLC are TLC, <laughs> and all the matches that you want to be TLC aren't. We don't want to take the shine off of. Yeah. Um, I guess the bar retains. It doesn't really matter. It's the tag team championships. I'd like to see the Usos get back into. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm totally down for that. Because it seems like we've totally forgotten about them until recently. I know. I'm ready to take another trip to the Uso Penitentiary. All right. <laughs> I I had nothing to you add. Nothing. All right. Okay. I I apparently you enjoy prison. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Natty takes on Ruby Riot in a tables match. Uh, Ruby Riot most certainly going through the Jim the Anvil Nightheart table. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Buddy Murphy defends the Cruiserweight Championship against Cedric Alexander in what's going to be a banger of a match. Yeah. Um, It'll get five minutes. <laughs> depending on how many other matches we end up having. I mean, there's got to be some. Nothing's been announced to be put on the pre-show, but stuff's going to be on the pre-show. Yeah. So, uh, I say Buddy Murphy retains. Sure. Why not? I mean, I could see them bouncing back to Cedric for yeah. whatever reason, but I, I, I think Cedric's had his turn. It's not a... I don't think Cedric's going to elevate the title much more than anybody else. No. So, Buddy will hold on to it for a little bit longer until they put it on, like, Mustafa Ali or somebody. Mm-hmm. And then we wanted to get them both on the card in a chairs match. It's Rey Mysterio versus Randy Orton. My son asked me the other day if Randy Orton still wrestles. I said, well, yeah, kind of. Yeah. In a chairs match. Cool. I don't even care who wins this. Maybe they'll sit, they'll sit in chairs. Yeah. Uh, what are the odds that we get a chair-assisted 619 spot? 100%. Okay. What are the odds we get a chair-assisted RKO out of nowhere? 125%. Oh, damn. So I think that gives... that's. So you add those two together, and then you divide them because there's only one chair. That's and then... still 225, because I can actually do math. <laughs> all I know is that Kurt Angle has only got a 16.7% chance to win. Oh, there you go. So that's TLC, folks, this Sunday. Live and streaming on the WWE Network. Final battle is tomorrow is tonight, actually, Friday night. Uh on pay-per-view. Tonight, Fight it's not TV. Friday night. It will be by the time people listen to this. But I live in the now, Jason. All right. Well, you know what, Tom? Kayfabe, buddy. <laughs> Enjoy Friday. It's gonna be a hell of a day. <laughs> it's gonna rain if you're here in the triangle at least. <laughs> Um, all right, so let's move on to uh, one of our favorite parts of the night. It's time for pin mail. Pin mail. Pin mail. Pin mail. I like that version. We got three tonight. Ooh. I know. I wasn't paying attention, so <laughs> I, I saw we had gotten one. But... Oh, we got three. So here we go. First up, 
at inlock716 known as Arc84 on the Twitter. If the rumors of a new promotion coming from Cody and company are true, which WWE superstars could you see jump ship over there? Hashtag pinmail. Uh, let's see. I think a lot of it depends on what, like, what this promotion is going to look like. Are we touring? Is it how, like also pay? Is yeah, it, it's, is a big it's, piece of this. Is it TV exclusive? It's a tough one. It's, it's tough because a lot of the people that are, I'll say, underutilized, um, seem to be content with where they are, or at least pushing the company line. Uh, guys like Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder's like, has been, it's been addressed a couple of times with them going, oh, you know, don't you hate what's going on with you? The fact that you're never on TV or whatever. He's just like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm making good money and I'm doing what I love and I still do house shows and I'm hosting a show on like the network and yeah. doing the stuff. He's like, I'm, I'm cool. Yeah. So that's the thing. It depends. on. I think the main people that might want to jump are theoretically, at least are guys that are in similar situations like Cody's that are still decently young that feel like they need to do more. I mean, mm-hmm. Zack Ryder, a guy like Zack Ryder doesn't need to go and go, you know what? I'm going to go jump to impact and try to push for world championship. There. Zack's done, you know, like right. our truth is done. He doesn't mm-hmm. need to go anywhere. He's, he's happy with what he's got. But a guy like Tyler Breeze. Right. Yeah. I could Tyler's see a thought. Uh, I honestly don't see any of them leaving to go there no i mean if 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 guys they're going to be guys that eventually are going to get future endeavored or guys that are still on nxt contracts i mean you may want to look at that and go well who's on an nxt contract and when are those nxt contracts coming up and do you get call-ups or whatever yeah but i think honestly from the elite promotion type standpoint they're going to be hit they're going to be hitting um, i mean unfortunately for their standpoint they're going to be hitting places like ring of honor they're going to be looking at you know major indies and trying to build up talent yeah. that way they'll I'll probably see. look for talent shares and that type of thing with other promotions yeah i mean look what they did with all in right i mean it was the indiest of the indie talent other than them yeah so they'll get like joey ryan and people like that to just kind of you know, get the exposure. Yeah, but. I think they'd be more interested in that anyway, developing their own thing rather than trying to ride the coattails of someone who might already have a name. Yeah. It, so. If somebody like say a Tyler Bruiser to fall into their lap, I don't think they're going to oh, no. turn it down by any means. Yeah. But right. They're, they're also not going to, you know, take the impact or uh, excuse me, not impact, take the TNA route of, basically going oh you wrestled for wwe at one time come yeah, on we'll, down we'll, we'll guaranteed push of some variety right. um from at sob must pay jb over on twitter let's stick with the tlc theme this week what are your favorite tlc matches and why either a tlc match that's uh, happened on a blah, if i could read either a tlc match or a match that's happened on a tlc pay-per-view Give us fun stuff to watch in prep for Sunday. 
Uh, and does anything on Sunday's card have the potential to make your list? Um, I'll start with the second question first. Um, nothing on this card is going to make that list. Of best either TLC matches or matches on a TLC pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, this they, would have been a great one for me to do research on and know about beforehand. There's only one. There's only one TLC match you need to watch in preparation for this pay per view. Do you know? What, do you know what I'm going to say here? The the match that was tables, ladders, chairs, and stairs. No. <laughs> it is actually from an Extreme Rules pay per view, and it's a TLC match from twenty thousand from twenty thousand and fourteen from two thousand and fourteen. El Torito and Hornswoggle, we LC. <laughs> that is all you need to watch. And also, I will give uh, an honorary mention to the gif from last year of Kurt Angle sliding in behind Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins <laughs> as the shield. All you need is the gif. The match wasn't great. You just need the gif of, of happy dad Kurt Angle sliding in behind those two at last year's DLC pay-per-view when everyone had the bumps. Yeah. Um, I mean, if we want to be realistic about it outside of that, outside of the entertainment values that you've already mentioned, right. uh, I don't think you can beat the first TLC match. Yeah, that's my serious answer. I mean, I, I'll, I'll be realistic when I talk about this stuff. I, hate, I have a love-hate relationship with those matches and uh, that I know it took down the careers of all six of those guys just a little bit. Uh, and you can see Matt Hardy showing GIFs online of spots from those mat those type of matches as to the reason why he's not wrestling right now. So, I mean, Again, you, you watch that stuff, especially in the era that it was in of relatively unprotected uh, bumps like that. And you look at some of the stuff and you just cringe. But also, I mean, the the edge spear on what was it? Was it Jeff, Jeff Hardy? Hardy I guess. That was the second match. That was at WrestleMania the following year. Yeah. That just. Why? Yeah. Also, you, you, you've done those matches. You don't need to do them anymore. You don't need a yeah. pay-per-view. Fun TLC fact. Only two cities have ever hosted multiple TLC matches for WWE. Guess the two cities. Uh, New York. No. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> counting that because it's not true. All right. There we go. I'm not counting East Rutherford, New Jersey, and Brooklyn as one place. Because they're not. Correct. You don't have to sell me on Well, that. even if one was in Brooklyn and one was in MSG, I was going to say no. No, still not the same. Correct. Do right. not call Brooklyn Manhattan. Right. And do not call Brooklyn Long Island. Right. Brooklyn right. is Brooklyn. All right. Two cities. I don't know. Houston, Texas, which hosted WrestleMania 17. Right. And where's the other one here? Uh, Randy Orton versus John Cena for the unification TLC match in 2013. 
the only other city that's hosted multiple WWE TLC matches. Good old Raleigh, North Carolina. I should have probably assumed that you're going there with that. The original TLC match at SummerSlam 2000. And then Edge versus Ric Flair on an episode of Monday Night Raw in 2006. (laughs) Fun facts. Final pin mail uh, from at tweets from Seth. Our buddy Seth. Uh, I'm still looking for Bray Wyatt. (laughs) Statement number one. (laughs) We'll break this one down. I'm still looking for Bray Wyatt. So are we. Has, has he been to the like reincarnation? That's a good point. But in JP, but New Japan and Charlotte sounds amazing. We agree. Yes. February. What I said. What is it? <clears throat> first, second. First or second? So I don't know. Gonna... I'll go there both days just in case. <laughs> Tom's Tom's just pitching a tent in Charlotte. Uh, who are you hoping to see? And would Mister Workrate buy a Yano DVD at the event if given the opportunity? I'll go ahead and answer the second part of that now. Yes. That's the most ridiculous question I think I've been asked, <laughs> of course. Who am I hoping to see? I don't... It sounds stupid to say everybody. But, like, I guess I'm most stoked. To, and <laughs> This is February, and everything could change in January. To see Omega. I'm also really stoked to see Okada and Tanahashi. I might actually cry. Who knows? And I'm crying at Tanahashi's hair. I'm going to be honest. Because when that flow comes out, it's game over. Hearts are broken. Tom, your turn. Um, I want to see... I want to see Toriyano. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's... That's kind of my number one. I just want to shrug with him. Can I guess your number two? Sure. Rice cake to Gucci. <laughs> Duh. Can I, can I touch the funky weapon? I think that's $20 to the merch table after the show. Money well spent. Right. <laughs> uh, I would ideally like to see... Uh, Daryl Takahashi. Oh, yes! I don't care about Hiromu. <laughs> no. I, I want him to get healthy, but if Daryl shows up with his wife and child... Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, seeing uh, Tamatanga and Tengaloa would be cool. Yeah, because they could banter and we'd actually understand, understand them. Right. They'd be just screaming F-bombs. And we'd be like, huh? We know what you're saying, sir. Can you Can you please control your language? Uh, who else? <sighs> Bad luck, Fale would be. I kind of want to see it? him in person. <laughs> yeah, He's a big dude. He's a big dude. I, I'd I'd take a picture with him. Uh, I'm down for some knife pervert in front of my face. <laughs> Jay White, by the way, everybody. <laughs> uh, outside of that, and I know it's not necessarily happening, but uh. If I could see Liger in person, I'd explode. I think I think you may get your wish. I know he's over fifty. It doesn't matter. I don't. I it's, don't care. It's still Liger. Um, Tiger Mask, just to see the Tiger Mask. That's cool. Yeah, Kevin Kelly, because he's still alive and does a damn good job he's on those so telecasts. Yeah. 
All right. So that wraps up pin mail. You got anything else tonight? We're over an hour. Then probably I should have nothing else. <laughs> I don't care. We can go as long as we want. It's the internet. It's just free. It could be like this first couple shows where we went multiple hours. <laughs> <laughs> we had nobody listening, so we had nobody to tell That's us. True. Could you cut that down? Right. <laughs> All right, Tom. Tell the people where they can find you on the internet. Go on to Twitter machine at Mr. Workrate, at MR Workrate. Uh, look for me on Pokemon Go. Why not? <laughs> that was not a plug I was expecting. I, I have a series of numbers. It's not. Uh, I'm technically Mr. Workrate on that, but I think you have to find my number. So post it on your if Twitter. If you do happen to find me on Twitter, uh, hit me up. I can give you the 12 digits or whatever that you need so that we can exchange gifts. And there you go. Pokeballs. I do not play Pokemon Go. I, I I did it first and then I dumped it the same time everybody else did. And then when the Switch game came out. The, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it hadn't come out yet and we still don't own it. But but when it was announced and I guess you can kind of carry stuff over. My son has a like of Pokemon. So we figured, well, let's get this back up and get him a whole bunch of stuff so that he can hit the ground running. So my wife started doing it first and then I did it. And I don't know between the two of us. I'm not sure if we're actually transferring any of that stuff over to him. <laughs> I really want them to create a WWE go. So you could just run around and catch wrestlers. Just throw contracts at them. Of course, Brock Lesnar is the rarest because it's hard to find him and he's never around. He only shows up two days of the year right. in the game. Um, you can find me on Twitter at jcbobbit, J-C-B-O-B-B-I-T-T, uh, or wherever finer social media is purveyed. You can find the show on Twitter at CheatersNVRPin. You can find us on Instagram at CheatersNeverPin. Uh, you can find us on your Roku. Go to your uh, channel store and search CheatersNeverPin and listen to us in the best room in the house. And then you can also add us to your flash briefings uh, via your Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. Uh, just find us in the Alexa app, search CheatersNeverPin, update. And find us there. And of course, I just triggered mine because I forgot to mute it before we started the podcast. <laughs> so I think that does it. Uh, we'll be back next week. We'll uh, talk about what happened to TLC. And I think at that point, Tom, we are officially on the road to WrestleMania. Because the, well, the next pay-per-view is Royal Rumble. Yes, but before the Royal Rumble, we have another very important event. The event that we wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning for. We do have Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, and God. I heard the most horrible news, not to go back into news because, you know, we're it's wrapping fine. this up. It doesn't but, matter. <laughs> uh, I am shocked and outraged. There will not be a New Japan Rumble this year. I missed that. Really? It has. It's not in the card. It's not listed. There is a pre-show match, which I don't know what it is. It's that. You know it is. No, it, no, the pre-show match has been announced. I just don't know it off the top of my head. Oh, hold on. I can pull it up. Yeah. What number of Wrestle Kingdom are we on? 14? 13. Okay. Please hold. Everybody else, everybody's turned this podcast off now. At least we started wrapping it up. So really, this is just bonus material. Uh, the pre-show match. Oh, uh, the gauntlet match. Gauntlet match, yep. They just somebody hasn't someone just hasn't put the the rumble match on the Wikipedia page, Tom. But see, the thing that I'm thinking though with the gauntlet match is it could be, you know, it it's a whole bunch of six man tag teams. 
So you got Liger, so you Tiger Mask, have, and Captain New Japan as a team? You could have, like, Liger teams up with Tiger Mask and, like... Please let it be the Captain great New Kabuki Japan. at 72 years old. Huh? You just do the spots, and then Abdullah comes out for some yeah. reason. You know, just... You're 100% right, because where the hell this cheeseburger go on this card? I guess he's in this gauntlet match. So that's what I'm assuming they're going to do. It's, right. it's not the traditional rumble necessarily. And again, it's a gauntlet match. So you still have the drama of, you know, nobody's been officially out? announced. Okay. So you have the first three guys come out and they're like, okay, who's, who's the next team going to be? And it's like, Oh, it's those guys. Yeah. So, I'm down with that. I'm, I'm, good I'm with keeping this. my fingers crossed on that. That would actually be more fun. I think. Plus it's the never six man belts and no one, really no cares, cares about those yep. so it's fun right yep so next week tlc recap road to wrestlemania and getting y'all warm and steamy for wrestle kingdom 13 live from the tokyo dome on january 4th and lot and uh not live but actually playing on cable the same day this yeah. year so that's exciting i don't get that channel is it on sling yes okay and then i get that channel hell yeah you get that channel i do not cool not on the Hulu. You can use my sling login. That's fine. No, we wouldn't do that. They'd be stealing. You're right. But I'll text you. All right. So this has been Cheaters Never Pin. <laughs> Thanks for listening as always. And uh, we'll catch you next week. So I've been uh, JC. I'm Tom. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Uh,